0: Back goes Clifford, play action. Pumped oh, in. he's got him, Dotson. Deep, wide open, Dotson at the
1: 5, easy pickings, touchdown Penn State. Playing time for Clifford into the end zone, Dotson, touchdown Nittany Lyons.
0: Clifford takes it, wants to throw 4-man rush, steps up, delivers down the field, Dotson 35-40, Dotson to the 50,
1: Dotson gets the block, 35, Dotson 20, 15, 10-5 this episode of the Unrivaled Podcast, we visit with Penn State Letterman and former single game receiving yards record holder Dion Butler. Deion, Jahan Dotson finally caught you a record of the most receiving yards in a single game at Penn State. You held it at 216. Dotson just threw up 242 against Maryland. Talk to me. What did you do when he broke that record?
0: No, I mean, it was it was one thing. It was an amazing performance to watch. You know, very proud of him, very happy. Just watching as the game was going on and as he got closer to that number, you just had a feeling like he was just in a zone. And you're like, yeah, he's not stopping at 200 or, you know, below what I had. So I was kind of expecting it once he got above, like, 175. And then once he actually hit, you know, 240 and, and did that, I was, and I was happy. And I um, – I texted Justin King, you know, who I played with after the game, and got Jahan's number, and I just shot him a text message and and just let him know, like, hey, man, your game is smooth. I love the pace you play with, and, you know, you make it fun to watch. So definitely was happy for him and, and wanted to congratulate him.
1: Jahan mentioned in his weekly media availability on Tuesday that you did text him afterwards, and obviously you just alluded to that fact. What did you say to to number five?
0: Yeah, I was just saying, man, hey, you make it fun to watch. You know, obviously – It's a little bit special when you're a former wide receiver yourself and you remember those days of playing at Penn State. So you look at the game, you know, from a wide receiver standpoint and just the, the amount of footwork, the patience, you know, the hands, just the overall game that you see with them. I just wanted to let them know, like, you know, just in a couple words, like, hey, you make it fun to watch, you know, proud of you and just keep doing your thing.
1: Throws up 242 yards, three touchdowns, 11 receptions, breaks the record when you're watching jahan aside from the fun aspect what impresses you about his game
0: um i think it's one of the things i said is pace i mean and i think the pace is just i take it as you know he's smart um i don't even have to honestly know him or i've talked to him much to just you can see it in somebody's game he knows how to get to the right spot at the right time he can read defenders he can read zones you know, he's not just blowing through zone coverages. He's finding the soft spot. So all of those things go into you can tell with the pace that he plays with that he understands what he's doing. He understands what the defense is trying to do, what the offense is trying to accomplish. And then you see him, you know, when he breaks away like you know last week when he gets it and he's full straightaway. It's like, okay, don't be fooled by the pace I play with to think I'm slow. Um, so yeah, he's just very smooth, man. He's so smooth.
1: Like a jet plane at that point in time, when he's got open field in front of him. Now, 216 yards was the former record. You held that, obviously. At, did you have the the text kind of saved in your drafts, knowing at some point in time somebody here at Penn State would eclipse that?
0: I've been through a couple phones since that day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it is kind of you know, it's it's, it's a testament. One thing that that record held that long. Um, and that's a long time for a record at a school as storied as Penn State is and how many great wide receivers have come through and played since then. Um, so just to be able to, to see that, um, I knew it would one day come, but I just didn't know when. And, um, you know, like I said, just couldn't be happier for a guy like him, and he deserves it and more. And, I mean, I don't think he's nearly done playing football at, you know, obviously the collegiate level or the pro level.
1: Jahan said on Tuesday that the guys who were before you, they love to see the guys – after them, excel. How much pride, Dion, do you have watching those after you succeed in the blue and white?
0: Oh my gosh, we have a group text message with uh, Jordan Norwood uh, and myself and just a couple other guys. But I mean, every week, we're just out there and, 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 It's funny because I, I think about when we were playing, there were guys doing that. We were causing the party, you know. As I'm watching the games, we're, you know, we're in there and like, ah, oh, do this or do that, or I love, this kid is amazing. So it's just, it's just an amazing feeling because you just, like I said, you think about it and you realize when you were at that point in time, a college athlete and what they're going through with that big game day atmosphere. And I mean, it's, it's an amazing feeling just to be on the outside watching it. And I mean, it's crazy because I feel just as invested almost as when I was playing.
1: So you still have a text chain with obviously several of your former teammates and you watch it sounds like pretty much on any given Saturday that you possibly can. What does that say about the brotherhood of Penn State football and what it does not only for the current athletes in this program, but after the fact as well?
0: Oh, unmatched, and um, you know, I'm in the Atlanta area, so I'm in SEC country, where you know they just shout about every SEC school left and right. But you, you just see our school, and it's funny because people will come with me, or they'll see me um, at like our Penn State alumni bar, and the other thing, and they're like, "Wow, y'all have an alumni bar!" I'm like, "We're everywhere. Don't, don't ever forget that. Like we're any and every city, man. Penn State, just like you said, that brotherhood of just a lot of the players that I played with, some of the guys after me that I watched." Um, Stefan Morris is out here, um, Stephen Obang, safety, Rodney Kinlaw, running back, and but all of us, we just meet up at the spots out here. Jack Crawford was out here at the alumni bar. I had not seen him in a while, but it was just like you see all those guys and we still have that same feeling. We come together and we're just as invested in the game. And it, it just means a lot for like, hey, once you're there, you're there. And when you graduate, you're still there as far as, you know, in your heart and spirit.
1: That blue and white runs deep in the in the veins for every former player here at Penn State. Now, I got to ask you, when you do go to the Penn State bars on a Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening and you watch Penn State take on their opponent, what are some of those moments like now being on the other side of it?
0: It's good. I mean, it's, you know, I, I feel like I get into that, that Monday morning quarterback type of deal. But I'm watching the game live and I'm like, oh, man, we got to. You know, we should have ran this or we, you know, he's got to sit down on the zone there. So, you know, just those things as you watch it from a football perspective and not just kind of like a fan since you've been there. Um, and, but it's exciting. I mean, it's, it's really exciting. Like I said, you just really feel in tune as one, you know, plays are happening. They've got the volume sky high in there, you know, trying to recreate a mini stadium. So you are just in there chanting and you just, I mean, you just get into it and it's just a, it's an amazing feeling. And, Like I said, it's amazing to even think back to when I was playing, there were guys doing that and the fans doing that all across, you know, the country watching us. And, you know, just that Penn State brotherhood and that camaraderie that we have. So now that I'm on the other side of it, I still love it. I still love it.
1: So you've got the mini stadium atmosphere at the Penn State Alumni Bar in Atlanta. When you think back to walking out of that tunnel into a sea of white for a Penn state wide out to really any given game, for example, in front of 107,000 people, how much do you miss that feeling?
0: Oh my God! yeah, I'm ready to put a hamstring right now. Like it's just, you just put me in the tunnel and I'm just going to go like I never stopped. But that, I mean, that feeling is unmatched, man. No, and people don't understand it unless you've been there, even other rival schools. Um, if you haven't played, and like I said, down here in SEC country, they talk about their stadiums out here, and I'm like, trust me, you, I'm not going to take anything away from y'all stadium, but you haven't been to Penn State, and there will be some people that have went there, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's that's different, and they're able to speak on it, but never have I went anywhere, and someone's like, oh, yeah, I went to a Penn State game, and it was just like, eh, like, everybody's impressed, and it's it's not only the stadium, but it's that happens the students, the long-time fans, and they make Beaver Stadium what it is.
1: Coach Franklin talks about how it's not just a one or two year decision to come to a place like Penn State. It's a four year decision, both on the football side of things and the academic side as well. How did you see that play a crucial role in your life?
0: Oh my gosh, so many things. We don't have enough time on this podcast, but just I mean, just the, you know, learning responsibility, learning time management, learning to work with an array of different people and characteristics and and different characters. Um, Obviously, all your teammates and then then balancing that, obviously, the schoolwork while, you know, playing at the highest collegiate level of football. And those are things that easily transition into a corporate, you know, job or anything after, you know, after sports. You know, you're going to have to be on the team. You're going to have to learn to, you know, deal with different characters and, and, you know, balance your time and set priorities for certain things and, and just responsibility. And even, you know, being uncomfortable in situations. And obviously, you know, that was one of the funny things I remember about my interviews when I first started uh, to get into cybersecurity was, you know, how do you handle pressure? I'm like, oh, wow. Well, you know, what? I've been through a couple of fourth, fourth and ones with 111,000 people and even more watching on TV. I think I, I think I do all right. But, you know, certain things like that that you're just able to Transition into that world and, and Penn State set me up for all of that. And so glad I went there, and even happier that I then turned around and did my master's in cybersecurity online from there while I was finishing my NFL career.
1: Listen, if you can handle the pressure of a, of a fourth down situation with 110,000 plus fans screaming, no matter if you're at home or on the road. Pretty sure you can handle any situation in the in the uh, real corporate world as well. But you mentioned cybersecurity. You got your undergraduate degree from Penn State. You finished up your master's degree while you were in the league and earned that from Penn State. What are you doing now?
0: So yeah, so now I'm in network security engineering. I'm an engineer working on projects. Basically, layman's terms, um, I work with Cox Communications, so we're a cable provider. And basically, you know, people you know, companies, they want to, hey, we want to stand up a server here, and we want to reach over there, so how do I get from point A to B, and I'm doing that network project diagram of, okay, you're going to need these ports, you're going to need IPs in this range, this is not allowed per zone firewall rules. so I'm doing that connectivity, basically, A to B, it's kind of keeping our network secure, and, and we're definitely, right now, very busy just because a lot of people obviously being remote a lot more streaming we have a lot of hotels under our umbrella so we provide services to them a lot more streaming at those hotels so just a lot of good stuff happening in the it uh, cyber security world at penn state set me up so perfectly for that in that experience
1: well certainly a lot of pressure in that field as well with all the uh, new zoom calls and everybody being remote as you just mentioned so uh, definitely appreciate everything that you've done for those around around the Atlanta area and beyond the the course of the past year or so. But as we finish up and close out this edition of the Unrivaled podcast, your biggest piece of advice for Jahan Dotson, who's coming off that career setting game, you've been in that position after breaking a record, 216 yards. He's going to go out this week and try to obviously do the exact same thing. If he can, what's your biggest piece of advice for number five?
0: I mean, I feel like a lot of people, you know, tell them be humble and listen. And that. my biggest advice would be ride the wave. I mean, that confidence, any athlete knows like when you get that, that feeling in that zone of confidence, you know, you walk a little different, you carry yourself a little different. You're still the same person, still a great teammate. But like, hey, carry that, ride that wave and, and go into this next week and just know like, hey, like I'm going to come out here and I'm going to make some plays to help this offense.
1: That's Dion Butler, a Penn State Letterman former. Single game receiving yards, record holder passed by Jahan Dotson. Dion, you want to give him a little uh, a little secret access and let him know you're going to be here this weekend?
0: I will be. I will be up there this weekend, man. I'm so excited. It's been a while since I've been back. So and I'm coming up there to see good old Penn State. It's been a while since I've been to the stadium. So I'm loving it and can't wait to get to the game. I might try to have to put up 250 myself to get the record back.
1: See. <laughs> we'll see if that can happen. Dion, appreciate your time.